You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight we talk about The Exorcist, Believer. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast, the Movie Crew Podcast, movie makers talking movies. We're your host. I'm editor Brian Okins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am in the seventh layer of hell. Why the fuck are we talking about this? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> hold on. Oh, my it's God. Because it's the beginning of a new franchise. We also have with us director of photography, Mike Griggs. I'm happy to be here, I guess, for this fucking bullshit uh, oh hush hi, you missed hi. the worst ones <laughs> no i didn't no i chose no. i chose poorly and we have costume designer Kristen jones hello hello hey here we are talking yet again about another david gordon green <sighs> reboot to travesty is the word you're looking for brian more Exorcist like David believer. Gordon groan. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest part of that whole movie. Is that joke right there? Well, the movie's not supposed to be funny, Mike. Well, it was pretty fucking hilarious when I watched it by myself in a theater. I but- also had a, a private screening. <laughs> the number of times that I like just guffawed to no avail of the re- there was no reason for the movie to make me laugh as much as it did, other than just the pure garbageness of this film. Golly, we're talking about Exorcist the Believer, or I, the Exorcist Believer. I am not a whatever. Believer. Who cares what the fucking title is? There's no like the Exorcist. It's like some Exorcist group of people. Because we can't just have Catholic churches. We have to have like voodoo. <laughs> well, priest and what else? I don't think it's voodoo. I, I think it's it's every type of like Christiany faith. You know, you got the Pentecostal. Oh my god, I forgot you told me about all that shit. I didn't get any of that. What do you mean you didn't get any of it? You didn't see I, no, the no, fucking no. like L- list them. List them, please, Phil. Please. You've got you got your Pentecostal guy. You've got your fucking like Protestant guy. You've got um, the fucking the Catholic fucking priest that comes at some point. You've got the the the, okay, wait, wait, the, right, the sorry, believer so, so who so doesn't that. go to church really, right? And so you have the Catholic priest who stayed in his car. You have he, the co- he shows up later. 
He, the Pentecostal guy is like the Superman. pastor that's a total douchebag? That guy's the Pentecostal guy? No, the Pentecostal guy is the uh, the guy who looks like fucking um, Tom Arnold. The dad? No, the other guy, the guy, the friend, the friend who. So when when uh, when our main character comes home and 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 his friend has that 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 voodoo lady in his house, that guy. Oh. I don't he, think it's voodoo though. He, we should not say it's that. not. It's not voodoo. It's not, it's voodoo. not voodoo. What? It's who gives voodoo. a fuck? The movie doesn't take time to explain it. Why do you expect me to <laughs> no. fucking know what it is? Come yeah. on, get Correct. the fuck out of here. Did, you know what these symbols mean, Brian? Did they, did they even say what it was? They're like, oh, it's no. Haitian. Oh, because they're from Haiti. Oh, earthquake happened there. That's all we know. We're American. Americans, moving on. Bullshit. The Hades what saved the girl's life. Hades what saved the girl's life. Well, the, because they were there and they got the blessing, so she had like you know. Oh, is that what Christ. you got from that? Because I didn't get that. Bullshit. Because it, what? No, at the what? end, at the end, when 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 the other, other girls were going to die or whatever, and they they're picking the girls, there's that flashback to to them touching the belly, and then and then and Satan goes, oh shit, that's right, you get another roll, and then so it reverted back to the other girl. Because because of the power of Christ. Wait, what? I thought it went back to the other girl because the dad said I choose her, and yeah. so it's Satan. So it's a trick, and so he chose her to die. That's also how I read that scene. And it, it I could thought go either that way. this was the this. did. We always talk about it. it's on the fucking screen. They cut back to the fucking Haitian scene. Uh, of, oh, of, so you're of saying the hands because touching of the, the belly because of the Haitian because of the blessing, blessing, the dad became an asshole and tried to choose his own daughter. No, fuck and that. We're not talking Satan about that. <laughs> we're ta- we're talking about why the why the girl survived uh, at the end. No, I actually thought that the reason the girl survived at the end is because even though he is. Uh, he doesn't believe um, this is the first because they, they try they've tried to do this unsuccessfully in every single movie and this is the first one where he his doubt is what saves them he doesn't believe in that God can save them but he believes in the power of his wife and the power of being a human and the power of you know just being here and so that's when he's like here's the scarf you know I know you're in there I know that this is what's real this is what's right in front of me and I thought that was what saved the girl well, I, I- I wrote it down on my second viewing. It says, the most important thing is people. You've got to bring everyone together, and that's what will make this work. Yeah, this is... So, actually, I think this movie did <laughs> the best job. Face right now. Oh, my God. So fucking dumb. <laughs> Go ahead, Kristen. This movie did the best job of... Of, of showing doubt and how doubt uh, can... can let you still have a successful life because they all try to show doubt in this and then they all have like a failed exorcism and nothing really seems to work it's been my running complaint through every movie and this movie actually pulled it off so i can't hate on it for that like there are other things that's wrong with this movie but (laughs) but i feel like they actually had a moderately successful um yeah one half of the girls died but you know they other than that but I think that was the I, but I think that was the dad choosing and Satan was like cool you chose yeah. her that's that's very I thought yeah. that was very apparent I'm I'm sorry I didn't read anything <laughs> into that besides the white guy chose his own people and so fuck that dude and his daughter died that was that was the long and short of it in, in the way I saw the movie and yeah I feel like that's stand I don't know that, that, I don't that's know that's surface level but if you look at level. the shots that they gave you uh, you would see the other. 
Oh, you mean like every fucking medium shot because there's like four wide shots in this entire movie? All of those shots that they gave me? Is that what you're talking about? It wasn't that bad, Mike. <laughs> it was I, that I, bad. I, it was I, that fucking tr- bad. I'm trust sorry. Me, trust, me, bad. trust me. Trust me. Christopher the first, Nolan the, wishes he had this many medium shots in his movies. I will say that uh, when we left when we left left the theater the first time I saw it I, I was uh, I was aghast and I was just trying to like make sense of it but I I let it go and watched it the second time the cinematography is not that bad it, it's pretty solid I should have watched it a second time because I watched it on Saturday or Sunday and it was completely fucking forgettable yeah the, I mean like it's very standard uh, and then and then the only thing that really fucks me with the cinematography is the out of canon effects that we get. That, that are so what do you talk about like when, the fucking uh, all the things coming out of people's mouths and shooting fucking black things up into black uh, liquid to the ceiling and spinning and and like all of this like uh smoke f- fighting i wrote it down it was like fighting the vapor with the smoke that shit is what is what threw it for me i literally don't remember any of that like like they're, they're being exercised and then like they lean back and this fucking like green smoke starts to come out of their mouth ah! And then the fucking the voodoo woman like throws some shit into the fire, and then and then she fucking wafts the vape the smoke over to fight the vapor, demon vapor. Yeah, it was yeah because it was was so smoke smoke magic versus demon vapor. Fucking stupid. Like like every single one of my problems with this film, like every everything, it all it all stems down to the fact that this this movie is just. it has no fucking balls. This is the pussiest goddamn horror movie I've ever seen. <laughs> they went so out of their way to not like offend anybody. People uh, with faith, people without faith. Like it is boring. It is boring. It's not scary. It's not shocking. It's not anything. It's just exist. And it just is. Mm-hmm. It just plays from scene to scene to scene, and you know exactly what's going to happen. And nothing mm-hmm. is surprising. And it is fucking boring. One of the most boring movies I've ever I've ever seen in the theater. I was just like, fucking god damn, I would rather watch Exorcist 2. Because at least that would surprise me. Wow. This is just so fucking boring. God. It is, you're, you're right about it being castrated. Like, what was so cool about 1973's Exorcist, it, it's shocking because it's like, you know, they, they, they had the balls to go there. You, you've got like this fucking little girl who's screaming, fuck you, motherfucker. You know, all this shit screaming yeah. and fucking a like. A fucking 12 year old screaming, fuck me, fuck me is at least interesting. Well, you know, I, I don't say you need to do that again. But in this one, uh, no. the only cuss words we got were in the scene. Where she's like, I want my mother. Fuck you. I want to go home, son of a bitch. We got two. Okay. And, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then she has a little thing. And then there's a slight. Did you guys catch the slight masturbation scene? Yeah, it, it's in the church. I mean, it's like blinking. It's you in the church, it, and, and it's, it's so subtle. Like, if you're gonna fucking do it, if the little girl's gonna be fucking like masturbating in church, go for it. Like, don't like don't subtly put it in there. You just, you just like don't. You're, you're, what are you doing? You're supposed to be <sighs> offensive. That's the point of this. It's just like even like even a couple minutes later, like uh, where she's doing the body and the blood. It's it's in the trailer. It's in all body the marketing, the right? Body and the blood. When I saw that trailer, I was like, oh, look at her covered in blood. Oh man, that's gonna be intense. It's fucking communion wine. No, it, it's the body. Well, technically, Brian, that that's actually the, the blood of Christ. It is it's, it's, once it's wine, gone through trans, it what's it called? Blood. No, 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 called no, no, they're, trans- they're not trans- Catholic. <laughs> it's not the actual body right. and blood. No, they're not Catholic. Correct. It is wine. No. And according to Catholicism, it only becomes that once you ingest it. It's it stays. Oh, Oh, really? Oh my God! This Bread is the stupidest semantic argument. What it has, I'm saying it has is, to it's break not the blood lips. from inside, fucking a human Correct. body. 
Christ. Okay, blood look, Christ. it was never blood of Christ because they're not Catholic. That's the end of that. It was grape juice at best. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even have alcohol. That's how fucking pussyfooted this movie is. <laughs> Wasn't even wine. It was juicy juice. <laughs> I, I I love that the Protestant guy, like like the the, the minister guy, when, when when we're doing the actual exorcism, the only thing he knows is the is uh, our Father, <laughs> and I think it's so funny because every time it cuts back to him, he's like, "Our Father who art in heaven." <laughs> like, yeah, the thing that everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> That's everyone on set is like, "Shit, do you guys know a prayer?" I know that one. My, my mom said to me at bedtime. <laughs> now I'm laying you down. It'd be so funny. It'd be so funny. He <laughs> goes around the room and everybody gets to do their oh prayer. And it cuts to me God. and I'm like, now I lay me down to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. It's just so boring. I just cannot believe. Oh, this is modern day. This is modern day Exorcist sequel. Should be so much more. It's Exorcist you can take your mom to. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? I mean, yeah, you could. <laughs> and then your mom would be like, "I saw the original." I don't think I, I don't think I want to watch here? the first one. My mom, but I'd take her to this one. <laughs> yeah. How does David Gordon Green keep getting work? Um, it's the other guy. It's fucking Kenny Powers. He's Who putting he? in the power. Who's Kenny Powers? Uh, the Eastbound and Down guy. What's his name? Oh, um, uh, Danny McBride, the writer. Danny yeah, McBride, he's a there he is. What, what does that have to do? I with know. Yeah. I know. He, he's just like, guys, trust him. He's good. You know, <laughs> he's in his corner. Danny McBride's over there, like, come on, son of a bitch, you got it. Yeah, uh, like Danny you know, McBride's it, got it, that it, much pull, he can get people hired yeah. like that. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. and why did we like make Danny McBride like the uh, the who who of hiring <laughs> people for horror franchises? No, it's, it's it's like it's like they're bringing horror franchises into the future. You know, they they they're they're, they're like legacy. They're rebooting these things for yeah, new but audiences. God damn, how did you do three terrible Halloween movies and then the still first one get was this good, one Mike. fucking green? Yeah, he, he only did two horrible Halloween okay. they went well, They went down. <laughs> sure. And this one is going to go the other way. It's going to start really bad and get really and get really good. <laughs> we'll see. I bet you the studio's I hoping. mean, the studio's already fucking bought and paid for the second and third one, so it doesn't matter how good this one is. Second one. I'm not sure about the third one, but yeah. Uh, the stuff I read said they ordered a trilogy and paid four hundred million dollars for the sake of like. That's NBC not the cost of shooting. That's shit. just the no, cost. No, no, no. That's that, that's that's, just... that's their distribution. They have paid for the distribution for this one and and the second and third one to be greenlit or some shit like that. So I thought the four hundred millions was just million was just for the uh, the rights to yep. actually do it. Yeah, just the rights. Really? Everything else was up and above that. So okay, they're, so they're, they're, they're definitely they're a half a billion. And they're a half one a, anyway. Fuck. Yeah. Which is like, who worked that fucking deal, right? That motherfucker, like, ugh. I hope they're you dancing, got a good bro. Commission. They're eating steak every day. They like they wake up with lobster and finish with steak every single day. <laughs> they're sitting over there like four million for Star Wars, four hundred million for The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Christ compels me. <laughs> Still hop over there. That's part of this whole movie. Yeah, God like damn. they actually thought this shit would make money. <laughs> yeah. Has any Exorcist movie ever made money? Like four hundred million the first dollars one? money. Like, get the no, fuck not out of here. Four hundred million dollars. Never. Well, you know the original one made a billion dollars. With you know, inflate you know, with inflation. Jesus Christ! <laughs> David Gordon Green's like, you know what made the first Exorcist great? <sighs> All the talking scenes and just walking around in shafts of light. Oh, that's what made the first one great. Let's make sure we cut out all the blood. Anything that's uh, t- approaching uh, taboo subject matters, we can't have little kids say uh, cuss words now. 
we can't even see him see see the girl pee herself this time. It's like we find her in the bed. She's pissed herself, and and, and now they're supernatural, which you know they they they, they can appear in through shadows and and stuff like that. They can appear through shadows. What? Wait, what? What are you referencing? You, you, you remember the 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 bathroom scene where the guy where the dad's in there brushing his teeth, and then the the light keeps flicking on and off, and then uh, he he put he, his daughter shows up and he puts her to bed. And then he walks back in, and, and the oh. light clicks on and off, and she's right next to See, him. She's like, what did you say? Hey, okay, so, <laughs> you're, you're thinking about this way too, like, you're giving the movie way too much credit. I was just like, oh, that's David Gordon Green saw that in another horror movie, and he's just like, yeah, let's just put this here. I love that part in the Doctor Who episode when they did that with the angels, you know? <laughs> they have this, like, exactly. Where they could just, like, pop up on that's you. Exactly yeah, that's really happened. cool. We should put that in there. Oh, wait, they also they also did that in fucking Halloween with, with the security light. Yeah. Which, which worked way better. That. Yeah, because it makes well, sense. Well, yeah, because that makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was yeah, fucking it, pointless for that. Well, this that breaks was, it. Break, it yeah. breaks the rules in the. Well, you know, technically, we said that Reagan had left the bed and and gone off and done things we, we never saw, but like like going in and putting the coat the, the the tits on the statue and whatever else. Yeah, sorry, I I, I, I can barely remember this movie. I saw it a month ago. And I refused to go see it again. Just fucking refused. It's better a second than a time, week ago, right. and it was completely forgettable. I was trying to think about it today. I was like, "Holy shit! I have to talk about this movie." Wait, what the fuck happened in this movie? <laughs> that is why I went and saw it again. Like, uh, goddamn, yeah. it's just so over forgettable. There just fucking force feeding that shit down. Like, please make sense. Please be good. Please just be. <laughs> oh, bro, fucking watchable. you wouldn't believe it. Like, like actually, I, I, I it's it's so forgettable that I actually wrote like normally I would write notes that are, that are like um, thoughts that I would have. Instead of like things that actually happened, like yeah. I have like Port au Prince Haiti, earthquake, protect her, you know, like fucking <laughs> like all, all the all the all these little like things to help me fucking remember what actually happened in this fucking movie because uh, it's pretty, pretty stale. Boring. Boring is the word you're looking for. Yeah, so boring. So bored. I thought it had some interesting moments, though. I actually. Yeah. <laughs> when it first came on, I watched it at home because you. I didn't want to go to the theater to watch this, and so. Oh, you could watch it at home. Yeah. Is it on Peacock? No, not yet. You have Son to pay bitch. the full price. <laughs> the twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's twenty dollars. That yeah, I have it's movie twenty dollars. I will go. I don't have a movie uh, pass, and That's I did fine. not feel like getting dressed. <laughs> so, um, I think that might have been why I enjoyed it a lot more. It was because I was at home. And um, wow, I wish I'd have done that. When it started, though, <laughs> not the Haiti stuff. I didn't care about that. But like when it started with um, the 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 whole scene with the children going missing and playing on the fears of parents and and all of that, like I was actually kind of excited. I was like, this is a really interesting way to start this movie. And I instead of just having you know the kids missing her mom and she's trying to like talk to her mom's spirit and all of this. And so there's a lot of really interesting ideas here. There's a lot of interesting ideas. It started off. I thought it started off promising. Uh, yeah, I also thought that the 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 kids in the woods thing would be a little bit more interesting. I I kind of expected it to go more like creepy, like Prisoners was, where like you feel for the parents, you expect some sort of like manhunt, find the kids and kind of stuff, and just yeah. just to have some just I needed some emotion. I needed some some like I needed stakes. But then they show up and they're they like, oh, up. well, they yeah. must have gone to fucking hell because they were gone for three days. And I was like, where well, the fuck did that come their, from? Their feet are what? burned and they don't remember. Well, you know, those being... are the, what are those, the evangelical parents or the, what are we calling those yeah. parents? I mean, that makes, I know people like that. That makes sense to me. 
Yeah. But I feel like there's no stakes because the dad who's searching for his daughter, he obviously loves his daughter. That's not really called into question here. But he doesn't really stop to be like, oh, my God, this is a horrifying situation. He's just like, let me go and figure this out. And so I feel like that's why there's no stakes because there's no emotional involvement there. Like he's distraught, but he's like, well, I'm going to go like check out this lady's book and like give, like chat with her. And, you know, like there's just like nothing, nothing really there. To, to hold on to and be like, oh, my God, what a horrifying situation, because it kind of is like I, I couldn't imagine going through something like that where your child is missing for days, you know, and then showing up disturbed, you know, like that's 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 horrifying. And they could have done so much more with that. They could have really leaned into that. Yeah, like I like the idea on paper. Um, again, like even the missing girl stuff, I just it never once ever grabbed me in the movie. I just all the execution all the character beats that were were with the dad, they're just boring. Like you the dad never, is boring. I think that's the problem. It's the maybe it's just the dad. The dad is boring. You never I, get I, any I his acting was, anxiety. Was pretty, was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's pretty blank about a lot of things. When he's reacting, he's just kind of like taking it in. But even okay. But even in the beginning, when he's interacting with his daughter. I couldn't quite under like I didn't quite get a good sense of their relationship until later. I was like, "Do you like her? Are you mad at her? Are you having fun with her? Like, what <laughs> yeah. are we doing here?" Yeah, yeah. Like, is he is he like sort of unconsciously annoyed that she's the one who's still alive and he chose her over his right. wife, who he was you know in love with, and he could have had another kid after that, but well, he, he chose the, the other daughter way. and right the other way. They just couldn't save her. Well, yeah, but, like, none of that really, like, I didn't even think about any of that until the end when that came up. Like, because he's, yeah, maybe well, he's you wouldn't, they don't better. tell you to the end. No, but, no, but he, if he was a, maybe a better actor or maybe had better direction, I'm not sure whose mm-hmm. fault Probably it is the, here. The sure. Um, you, like, that could have been a struggle because you can portray that without saying that. Yeah. Yeah, and there was just not like I didn't even get a sense of like a loving relationship. Like obviously he cares well, they, for her. They, no, they, they they had the you know uh, daughters looking out for dad. Don't eat that bacon. That that used to be a a a, 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 a living creature, or whatever. And they have the playful run around the house, just like the first one. Yeah, I, I remember that. They, they 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 have the yeah. The except vibe. that playful run around the house felt way more like a let's try and like start the the horror movie thing where oh look we're sneaking around yeah. and then we'll have like the oh we're gonna jump out and scare you yeah. just to establish hey this. This exact thing is going to happen later, and she's going to be the one scaring you. And then that fucking like never really happened, and it was still just like weak. Like that's the kind of stuff that that it's like you're setting up foreshadowing. I, I think that was just an homage to the original. Like the original one, you you have mom and daughter running around chasing each other. Yeah, and, but the thing playing. is, it's not great. Like when I watched that, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, they do have a relationship. But it's not like, oh, my God, they're so cute. What like what an amazing right. pair. Like, right. I bet they're inseparable. I didn't get any of that. There wasn't any like, oh, she's ne- a man at her dad or like he's frustrated with her or like there was just there was no emotion or, communicated in any of those yeah. scenes. It was just, yep, they were parents. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Exactly. Because like it, you could even not, not even that he's like frustrated with her, that he's overwhelmed by having to yeah. raise a teenage daughter. Um, like it, it could have been like, oh, she's a daddy's girl. Like there's so many ways you could have played that. And they just kind of didn't do it. Anything. They kind of didn't do anything at all. Yeah, and let's, okay, let's go back to the beginning, the the whole setup Maybe. in Haiti, because the first part of the movie... Dogs fighting. Very oh, yeah. exorcist. Fucking stupid. I'm sorry. That's it's very fucking exorcist, stupid. though. 
It was. They're like, let's let's give you the idea that of of how the Exorcist started, and like, let's let's do some things cool. All right, you did like a flash photo thing. Let's do some freeze frames. Let's do some sound design. This like about to pop woman who has apparently traveled on a plane. First of all, that's that's they literally don't let you do that. Like unless they came over on a fucking boat, which Haiti is too far to do that. You are not allowed to fly on an airplane when you are that pregnant. I was so. Wondering if either were they like living there? Yeah, no, no, she wouldn't have been able to fly that. No, no. Um, If you are in your third trimester, they say, "Sorry, ma'am, you're not allowed on the plane." That is just that. That is that is a basic fact of air travel. Um, I was wondering if they were living there. It didn't seem like they were because they were in a fucking hotel. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah. she literally says, "I'm gonna go back to the hotel. I'm tired." Like they are there on vacation, and she's like about to pop. Like, I'm sorry, what? Okay, make her like six months pregnant. Make her like kind of starting to show. And like, uh, sure, I, I get that. That was just some fucking bullshit. Like, okay, we need you to be in a different country. So, like, it was just, it just felt very forced as as a as a a prologue to this movie. Was it just me? We haven't even talked about <clears throat> the biggest travesty of this entire thing is Ellen Burstyn. <laughs> She said, no. And they said, how about this much money? And she said, they said, how about this much money? She said, cool, I'll do that. I mean, at least she's only in like, what, two scenes plus a like little two shot scene at the end. It's like literally like, yeah, one of the one of the few wider shots where you had more than one (laughs) character in the frame. Yeah. Right. Am I missing something? Did I forget something? It's been a month. No, she's she's very like cursory show up and be like there's yeah, three see, see, there's 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 four four scenes oh there's four like it, 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 yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> i just remember her uh you know meeting the guy with her book and then at her house all, right and then, yeah and then, and then, she, then she comes and looks at uh she goes to the hospital and she's like she knows who i am so there's that scene oh okay all right. and then and then there's the uh there's the scene. Actually, there's more. Then, then there's the scene where she goes and she uh, sees the girl in the room, and, and is that? Does that's she immediately go scene. into her exorcism? Yep. Doesn't she? No, it's a different place. That's because that, that, that's they, they they go over to the other girls. The one girl's in the in the hospital, oh, okay. and then they go over to the other girl's house, and, and they're actually there, and the whole house is destroyed, and, and they're going through, and the, the 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 mom and the kids are praying in the kitchen, and dad's in there fucking having an existential fucking meltdown. <laughs> okay, yeah, but they bring her character back. She's writing a book, and then uh, she's literally like, "I'm not an exorcist." And then her next scene, she goes, she goes into exercise. <laughs> yeah, like uh, in the name of my daughter Reagan. Did they not realize I fucking cast you out? <laughs> what they were fucking writing. It makes no sense. It doesn't. And also, why why are you going to bring her back just to like? couch her just to like, put her on the bench to fucking make her blind so she'll sit in the background of a scene being like i don't know what's happening right now because i can't no see no anything. she knows she you know she's got the exorcist spidey sense or like like in the force she felt oh that a fucking exorcism was going on and she lifts her hands Fuck up to fucking all the way to, to, to send the she's power the, of reagan over the there she is the one <laughs> Jesus <laughs> it just seems like a major missed opportunity not to in, to like involve her throughout I don't like know. why even bring her in at all? I mean, I, I know I know you're fishing to get Reagan in for the next one, but you could you just could have given me more. What do you want more of? Because I was happy to see her get blinded Something interesting. and sidelined when she did. 
I didn't want her yeah. in there at all. Like, why Why bring her back just to, like, be like, oh, you know that relationship uh, at the end of the last movie? Well, it totally broke apart. Her and her daughter are strange. They haven't spoken together, each other, in, like, fucking years because mom wrote a book and was putting fucking food on the goddamn table with the money that that fucking thing provided. And she went and had a hissy fit and ran off. And it's like, what are we doing? This is this is the story that we're adding? Why? And and then it gets resolved in one shot, a dolly shot with a fucking oh. hug. Fuck you. Fuck you, movie. Fuck you. No, that's <laughs> setting up for the next one, man. Fuck. No, oh, no, look, dude, Linda Blair didn't want to have anything to do with this. She came in just for that one shot. So there's no, like, Linda Blair coming in for the next or third one. So, like, that, no, there's no setup. You don't think so? That's what she says. She just wanted to come in and be a technical advisor, which maybe she ruined the movie. Maybe that's why these kids don't fucking say cuss words and do anything that's, like, approaching shocking. She's like, you know, if, if you do what they want you to do, it'll ruin your life. <laughs> you'll you'll end up with a hurt back. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It's a possibility, right? She technically advised them. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's so weird. You can bring back a le- legacy character and just do nothing. Poke her fucking eyes out and laugh at her in her like face. Like they don't—they're not even using her like the like the Star Wars movies did to prop up new characters. It's like there's no, yeah. th- you know what yeah. I mean? There's yeah. there's yeah. no yeah. reason for it at all. It's a all. really good way to describe it. Yep, she didn't she didn't improve anything in the movie. There are no characters that make more sense because she's there. She didn't incite any kind of like emotional changes or character progression. It's just there to be like, hey, you remember the first one, right? That <laughs> was in that. <laughs> that was cool, right? <laughs> That's it. That That's awesome. it. There's no fucking other reason. <laughs> if you cut it out of the movie, I guarantee you no one would fucking notice. They would be like, who's that blind woman in the background on that one shot? Is that the lady from the first movie? Why is she blind? She looks familiar. <laughs> same same hair. Same hair. <sighs> no, I guess we are at break point. Uh... It's been long enough. We're going to play the trailer for David Gordon Green's Exorcist Believer. The Exorcist Believer. Maybe I'll finally remember what happened after we watch this. Good day. Hey, be home by dinner. I love you. Good morning, Mr. Fielding. Morning, Catherine. And here are your daughters, Angela and Catherine. It's about seven hours ago, and that's the last information we have. Catherine! Angela! If you can hear this, we love you. Please come home. Hey, hey, you found her? What are you and Catherine doing out there in those woods? You're just walking and walking. That's all I remember. Angela, can you tell your dad how long you were gone? A few hours. Baby, you've been gone three days. What did you say? I didn't say nothing. I heard you say something. Hey, baby. You okay? Wherever those girls went, they brought something back with them. The body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Have you ever seen?
seen anything like this. Mommy? No, but there are people out there who have. You have some experience with possession. Yes, more than I'd like. I believe you can help get our girls back. Exorcism is a ritual. Every culture, every religion, they all use different methods. It's going to take all of them. Don't be scared. We've met before. That was the trailer for David Gordon Green's The Exorcist colon Believer. Yeah, brother, sounds great. Are you not pumped to go see this again? Fuck, that was a good trailer. That trailer was the best part of this movie, and half of the <laughs> trailer was not in this fucking movie. No. You know, you actually have Kristen McNeil fucking uh, explaining that you need to bring all the different fucking religions together to get this That one. shit was not in the Exce- fucking ex- movie. Except, except for Jewish yeah, people, ex- and except for Muslims, and except for wait. Buddhists. Except and except, you know, for, <laughs> you know all anybody the people who really knows India, about Jesus, you know, no, we really need she those did, people. She did list all of them. I that's I actually did think it was really interesting that they only brought she, not all of them, but she did list a bunch of different religions and um, like groups of people. And uh, I thought it was interesting that they only focused on the Christian ones, or I guess that's what was in, on hand in Georgia. Well, it's the power of Christ that that compels you. Well, I thought it was interesting that um, for all of the generally pro-Catholic ones we've had before, the Catholic Church looked pretty bad in this one. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. They were the, those yeah. fucking pussies. Yeah. So, like, oh, hold on, I'm a little confused on this this Haitian uh, Jesus. Uh, what, what is this religion supposed to be? Where they're painting fucking symbols on the goddamn floor? What form of Christianity is this? Yeah, what? What, 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 what was... None of that shit was think that fucking Christianity is not about fucking symbols and, and fucking... And paint uh, shit on and the floor? Ri- and ritual and, and all and, that. And, oh, I don't know, man. Salt circles and stuff? No. There wasn't a salt circle. They do have... Um, <laughs> but they Christ- were like smoking Christian cigars. witches, which is what I... She's pretty obviously that. I didn't know if there was a, like a specific type, though. Oh, it was not obvious to me. The entire time I was like, oh, just having all these other religions and denominations in here is just... It's just muddling everything. Yeah, and it makes... I don't know why, but it makes everything so much more unbelievable. (laughs) I know that's stupid. It's ridiculous, but it's like... The whole point of the exorcism is that like you're, you're believing in this, in something, right? And you have these rituals, this dogmatic view of that a church is bestowed upon to, to fight evil. And it, it just seems like we're muddy in the water so much that it's it's like at the end it's like well well just just fucking hug those girls man the the, the power right. of love bro well you can't touch them that, that that that's that's where the priest fucked up is he touched them but I just looked it up it's called Haitian voodoo oh, it's it is uh, voodoo. It, it, oh boo yeah. I told you it was voodoo 
yeah, it's, 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 me it's, like it's, I was it's, some idiot. It's Catholicism uh, and African religious practices blended together. They did actually. Uh, I think the Tom Arnold character did mention it, and I didn't bother um, <laughs> rewinding Arnold. it. He did. He had that vibe. If, it, if this had been it 15 was. years ago. But there is a religion, and that's what I thought that they were, but apparently not. But there is a religion that is based on African spirituality, and um, that's what I thought they were doing, but apparently they did not go that way. I don't know. Uh, but you can also incorporate a lot of traditional beliefs with Christianity, and those are called Christian witches, which is what I decided she was. But I yeah, I mean, she probably is because it, it seems it seems like there's there's a lot of different versions of this, and they sp- and they even go into spelling voodoo v o d o u, followers and Christians. Uh, I don't know. Look it up. It's interesting. There's a Wikipedia. Wow, what the fuck, man? Yeah. I've been in a lot of different Christian denominational circles, like literally 35 plus, and I have never heard of Christian and witch in the same sentence. I have not seen a voodoo situation that was remotely condoned by any church that I've attended, ministered at, been a part of, oh, et cetera, et cetera. Of, this is listen, fucking fascinating. None as a, of this is condoned by the church. <laughs> 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 but these, yeah, no, these different sects totally exist. Uh, well, it makes sense. Oh, I believe it. You know the, the the religion travels, and then you know it sticks in an area, and then it, it evolves. Just like demons. Well, no, these demons. Every demon that seems to happen happens to be, you know, the related. same fucking demon. The same fucking demon. You know, but this time it can stretch across two different people at the same time. Okay, Cannon. I I was reading different things online, you know, and I just I stopped reading because I was like, you know, I just don't really fucking care. Um, but I I was reading something where the, the people were saying that this isn't Pazuzu. In this movie, that this is actually another what? demon. Wait, I was wondering that because it didn't feel like Pazuzu. <laughs> and Pazuzu is actually going to like come back in the in the second one. And Pazuzu is like actually one of the demons that saved the other girl because you know Pazuzu <gasps> is like you know always looking out for like pregnant women, like the lady at the beginning, and that's the kid that gets oh, saved. Shit, right? Yeah. But that the well, same no, time- that's because of the Haitian voodoo. Yeah, okay, but at the same time, like it doesn't make any sense because like Pazuzu like. Obviously, was the one that was in Reagan, and then this demon also recognizes Reagan's mother. Even quotes things. They're definitely like, trying it's to burning. imply Help that it's me, fucking Pazuzu again. Yeah. So I don't think that holds any water. I think that's just like an internet thing. I don't know. It's interesting. I'll give it that. That's uh, more interesting than most of this movie. I do agree with you that the ritual is really lacking here, and that's what spans across every culture and every religion is that the ritual. <laughs> and here they were all kind of like, well, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. No, you just got to stand around yeah. and read the Bible. And, you know. Until they eat it in the trailer. Does not happen in the movie. That's what I'm saying, man. Half of this fucking trailer is not in the goddamn movie. And if, if any of it had been in, like, so much more would have made sense. Well, I, I just love how they show you more Ellen Burstyn in, in, in the trailer that we then what we got. It makes me think that there's more on the floor that you know they they did some. Yeah, did she like watch the cut and be like, no, 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 you gotta cut all this fucking shit. Like, I'm not okay with it. Like, what? I just like to think that there's a cut of her out there where she's actually in the final room with everybody else. I mean, you might as well like just throw another character in there. Sure. I really hated how they handled the Catholic priest. I thought it was pretty funny. He comes in, everybody's like, "Oh my god, we're saved!" And he's got his little, he's got his like, he actually, he's got the purple thing around his neck, the thing you're supposed to have, you know, that you, you kiss or whatever. Uh, but like, no, she boy. had that. It was from her mom. That's why they brought that back. That was the whole purple scarf thing. Oh well, no, it's in everything. Yeah, all, yeah. all these exorcist movies, you got, you got to have the purple scarf. 
I mean, yeah. <gasps> what did his even neck the break? scarf? The mom's scarf was a purple scarf. That's what I said. No, I was talking about the the the, the, the one that the that the exorcists wear. They, yeah, no, no. The, I know. I know you were talking about that one first, but I'm saying the daughter goes into her mom's shit and pulls out a purple scarf, and yeah, her dad is like, yeah, "Why the fuck great. did you pull hey, that look, out?" This movie's brilliant, bro. Look at that. Wow, because one prop person said, "Hey, if you." <laughs> hey, should we make this the same color? You know, yes, because it makes sense. Because, like, you know, she wraps it. But I, I do. I, it is really badass when the the daughter wraps that fucking scarf around her dad's head and flings his ass to the ground and smacks him. That was that was awesome. <laughs> that was good. You don't even remember that, do you, Brian? <laughs> no, I don't think it was good though, Jared. <sighs> I, yeah, I didn't think anything about this movie was good. I thought this was an abominable piece of shit. Yeah, sorry. Spoiler on the ratings. Yeah, look top. You gotta look past that top layer of shit, and like really, really dig it. down into the shittier yeah. layers of the <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, let's talk about that top layer of shit because this movie is a cinematography um, clusterfuck. I don't know how else to describe it. There are so many shots in this movie that look really good as an individual shot, like. Like just all right, that's a good frame. Like you have nice lighting on that one face, and it's a close medium kind of thing. That's like ninety percent of this fucking movie, where they don't care about the environment. They don't really care about like general lighting techniques of things. Like the fucking exorcism. Who who turns off every light in their goddamn house to then put out demons? Like why? But then every single fucking character has like a little special light on them where you have like contrast and stuff that's the exact same ratios for all of them. Why is this movie Let me let me say it differently. Is this a new fucking trend in cinematography where every shot is shallow depth of field and a medium close up? And we're just going to spend all of the time in, like, this medium tracking shots. And so because everything feels closer, like, physically, literally, the camera is closer to the subject, the movie is supposed to somehow have more frenetic, like, kinetic energy? Or does David Gordon Green, as a director, just not understand what a fucking master is? Because there's – I counted them, dude. There's, like, five fucking wide shots in this whole movie. Would you like me to, per, to just solve it for you, Mike? Tell me, tell me why this movie is cinematograph cinematography. Wow, I don't even have a word for it. Do, do you know tell why? Me, I'll, me, I'll tell, tell you why. I'll tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. It's because me. it's gonna it live. Fucking crazy. It, it's gonna live longer on the TV in your house, and it's shot like TV. And it's gonna live longer on streaming, so it's actually like set up for. <sighs> I think that's a fucking bullshit reason to make the choices that they wait, did. Wait, wait a minute. So you're you're saying if you watch something on your television, it has to be handheld. Shallow depth of field. And, this wasn't handheld. And just uh, a lot there's of, a lot of handheld. There's bro. a lot of handheld. Yeah, I think almost the entire thing in Haiti, the entire opening is almost all handheld. But in that, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. That makes sense. I just, does I didn't, I never, well, I never felt like camera moving for the bro. sake of like, they're, they're, they're on vacation. Was yeah. it? No, that's just it's laziness. crowds of people. No. We're taking photos, man. It's laziness. We're playing with these kids out here in the park. No, like if we're, want, we're, go, we're going to get fucking like crazy voodoo blessings and shit that's all hectic and scary. We want to homage shit in here and we can't, uh, we can't homage the fucking camera stuff. Come on. What do you mean? Oh, I'm dude. saying like okay like they're, they're obviously the whole reason you the Haitian bring- scene begins uh, the way the movie starts in, in the first place is because they're homaging the first Exorcist, right? Correct. But they're not yes. shooting it like William Freakin shot the Exorcist. They're Correct. Shoot, they're shooting it like uh, Paul Greengrass. Like a fucking- 
Yeah, right? that's exactly yeah. Like the style. No, going you're, for. you're you're exactly right. Yeah, but it, it falls. It, it, it's not like the you know, unlike Paul Greengrass, which keeps that fucking style up the entire film. The movie falls into a standard film dolly fucking like you know, steady cam shots and all that shit. It uh, it doesn't uh, though. It doesn't. It does. It, it does. does not fall into standard things because. So much of this movie, 90% of this fucking movie is all mediums and close-ups. This is like some kind of a, a new style trend hope, like, let's make this the new thing where everything looks really fucking pretty for no reason other than to look pretty. Well, what's wrong with that? I support that. Um, yeah, it's, it's not it's not real, you know? We're, we're creating moments here. Uh, yeah, but... <sighs> No, who who are these shots for? Moments, bro. There's not, not a fucking single they're thing not. in this movie that is rememberable whatsoever at all. You're right. Yeah, they're they're not creating moments. I I disagree. There's not a single shot in this movie that I left the theater going, "Oh man, that was a good shot." Not a single fucking frame of this movie. The only one that stands out in my brain the most of the time is that fucking you know of the girls looking up. But I think that's just because it's all the it's. You know, they're tied together. You can see the upside down cross on her forehead. I think that's just because it's in all the fucking marketing shit. It's in all the marketing uh, shit. Yeah. Because like they that know that's show. the coolest shot that they had. Um, <laughs> my, my, my only favorite shot. Actually, a, you know what? You know what does stick in my head girl. mostly uh, is the girl being pulled down into hell. When did that happen? At the very end. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't remember. They uh, once, once, they once they had the moment, they, then they cut back to Catherine and she's down back in the hole. And then she's, and then these like hands come out of like the fucking water and like drag her down into hell. Oh, when Imhotep is like, oh I no, I want to stay. With <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was getting ready to make my mummy returns joke as well. <laughs> exactly. Jared yeah. was just setting that up the entire time. He's like, ooh, yes, the handsy moment. <laughs> that's right, but uh, but like, it, that, that does stick in my head though. You know, Steven like, right. Soderbergh turns over in his yeah. not yet filled grave. <laughs> It's like you son of bitches. <laughs> um, I, I like that more than the fucking puking black smoke and bile and and all that. Like like, that's fine. It, it, it's it's mo- it's modern horror. We we we've got to take it to the okay, like. I, uh, all right, so I'm sorry. That's what I'm asking. That's that is legitimately like the question that I have in my head. Is this modern horror? Is this style of everything's fucking medium close-ups? It's all shallow depth of field. It's no. all stuck on one character at a time. Is is this an attempt to make quote-unquote modern horror where 50 years after The Exorcist, we don't have master shots. We don't have th- four and five characters in a, in a shot at once. We, we have maybe when they're walking through a fucking forest, you see a few people. But there's never like composition at the level of like Spielberg or some shit where someone is doing something in the background and then it moves into a foreground kind of thing. Like it's all fucking. I'll tell, you, no, I'll tell you the difference between that is, is that this, this type of film is made by committee and there's a lot of, so people they just fucking, shoot coverage all fucking day. Yeah. Or no, I'm saying there's a lot of fucking hands in there and something like Spielberg. He actually kind of crafts that shit, you know? So the and, difference and, between those two things is a is a feeling of vision and singular voice, and that's what this movie yeah, lacks. And it doesn't have it. Now, I, I was starting to think that the fucking... We, we've seen six of these, and uh, I was starting to think that the fucking exorcist-like genre is kind of stale, right? But I, I, I thought I needed a palate cleanser, and I watched The Pope's Exorcist. And if you want to watch a fucking that, a movie that fucking blows it away... You watch that. Like, that's how you do a fucking exorcist movie. But I will tell you yeah. that the end of it goes into the same fucking bullshit cinema, like, effects, you know, mm. like, like ridiculousness at the end. But you know what? 
I didn't care in the pubs. It works in that movie. It, it works and it feels like of the world. There's just too much shit set in knowledge of what what should be canon and everything in this. It, when you start doing that shit to modernize it, it just makes it feel hokier, bro. You're breaking the world. You know, like if this was the first one of these I've ever seen, then I might be thinking of it differently. But, you know, it's like, ah, eh, that's kind of an okay. We, we've seen so many shitty little horror films. Whatever. It is what it is, right? But there's just so much weight when you're leaning on to what, if this is supposed to be the direct sequel to the fucking first one, and, and then you instantly break all the rules, and it just doesn't, I don't know, man. It's just not fucking scary. The first one was scary. This one's not scary. That's the biggest thing. And it's boring. This had the potential to be scary. They, did, they had two girls that were in a hospital situation. This had the potential to go through a similar level of, like, we don't know what happened to them. Let's do a bunch of, like, invasive things to figure it out. And then they just kind of skip past it. Was that scary to like, you, Kristen? The, the, when they went through and, and they were like, I wrote it down. It was a really funny line. I didn't feel you're, you're, anything. No, you're, 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 you're going to feel a little uh, cold jelly and a little pressure, but no pain. Whatever. <laughs> like, when they're doing their, uh, their rape kit. Uh, was that was that scary? Was that un- unsettling was that to you? I, I was reading people that that's some of the most standout scenes. That, is that 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 was the vibe? I did. Uh, it's not scary to examine someone, but it is. Uh, I I will say I think it's a little unsettling. In any time you have a small child to have to test them yeah. for rape, yes, but I'm not scary. I mean, I thought if I was going to pick something that. I thought it was scary. It would not be that scene. It, it's unsettling, but not scary. I think they were trying to lean into hell. You know, we all talked about in in the first Exorcist, all the medical scenes were like really like fuck. Those were some of the most disturbing shit. But they they were like prolonged. You know, there's more process going on. It wasn't just people talking to you. And I think the biggest problem that this movie has is that it feels like a TV movie. It's <laughs> very surface. I I don't have a problem with TV movies. I like TV movies. Uh, and I actually kind of enjoyed this movie, but I also watched it at home on my TV. <laughs> um, See, it works on the TV, Mike. It works. It works on the TV. Fuck off, David Gordon Green. Goddamn. No, but it's all very surface. It's all. It's all very surface, and so you know, yes, you have the medical trauma there, but did they go into it? Did they make it like really uncomfortable? And like, if you have medical trauma, you're nah. triggered. No, they didn't do that. They yeah. leaned into it enough to hint at it but that was kind of it i think the scariest moments if i had to pick in this movie would be the flashes of the demons that they had at the beginning and i didn't think that was that's i wouldn't again wouldn't say that's really scary and actually i thought in haiti no not in haiti when the girls are in the woods and then when the dad is putting the girl to bed their flash of the demon and oh the demon standing behind her back yeah. behind his back yeah. yeah and that's when i was like oh my god this is gonna be an interesting movie like there's something here except again they just everything is so surface level it's the same thing with the like they wanted to go into the ritual and they tell you the importance of the ritual and then you don't do anything just like they tell you the importance of coming together with everyone and then they kind of don't really do that there's like they have a lot of really big ideas and i don't think they followed through very well and i don't think Maybe I don't know if they just didn't have. I, I I forget who said this was done by committee, but that's really what this problem, what the problem with this movie is, is that that's why I feel like it may it, it feels like it's a TV movie is because they were like, how can we get every the family to sit around and watch this on Friday night? Like that's what it feels like to me. And if I feel like you know, kind of, kind of, that's that's what it is. Yet again, this one also ended with the biggest trope that that, that always happens is the cops just don't give a fuck. 
Like, no, no, they do <laughs> everybody not. gets away with it again. You know, we got a priest who, and I will say, the priest turned around. Then the head break thing was nice. It was nice to see the the head roll off of the fucking spine when the cops but showed no up cares. at the end. <laughs> yeah, when the cops showed up at the end, I was like, oh my god, how are they going to explain this? Like, can you see the news? You got a dead little girl and a fucking priest, and there's a fucking seance looking shit going on in here. Yeah, I, I can there's... just see the news the next day. Like everyone is going to be like outraged or horrified and. The local all gonna be arrested <laughs> a, a priest and fucking all these like people yeah it would be uh like they, they, that guy would instantly be kicked out of his church <laughs> i would for, really enjoy for doing like rituals yeah like watching the end scene like the fallout of what happened after oh this. yeah that's that's the parody fucking youtube video that i want to see happen <laughs> police showed up to a house last night where some kind of ritual was happening and a hilarity ensues. Yeah, and and then and, and then uh, Angela goes back to school. No one seems to care that fucking that Catherine's dead. Yeah, you know what happened to Catherine? <laughs> her, her well, seat's she empty. The woods. She's she's fine. Yeah, they tied everything up with a nice little bow. Again, TV movie. There's just there were no real stakes. There was I don't know. I do think the little the two little girls were pretty great acting, or at least they had really good makeup, and I enjoyed. <laughs> when they were demon possessed, I thought the white girl was scarier than the black girl. Is that weird? I, no. I don't know. Like something she, about her was like way well, creepier. She was more possessed, and then and then you know, uh, Catherine's more possessed, and then Angela because she had the Haitian like blessing. You know, it, it was a slower progression. I think on that's. Her. I mean, like the scene in the church was a lot more creepy, and and you know they didn't give the other girl that, so like I guess that helps some, but. You got more like life story, like actual like character building with Angela yeah. and her dad. And the other one was more like surface level with, with like the parents and like you, you peripherally seeing what's happening. Uh, but then she had, you know, more scared moments. Do, I would you, say. do you think that Angela wasn't scary because we knew her? Oh, okay. That was something that bothered me about the movie was I expected Angela to be more scary because we knew her. Mm. I expected mm. the amount of time that we spent with Angela to give me more like moments of, holy fuck, this is not the girl that we've spent time with. What is going on? And none of that fucking happened. And that's be part of my different. confusion with this fucking movie. It was just like, you're spending so much time doing all these things and then doing literally nothing with it. What is the point of it? Do you not understand writing? Do you not understand structure? Or are you just all really bad at your job? So you're saying that Angela should have fucking like punched out fucking Chris McNeil's eyes. How do we it's have like, a fuck? We yes. started the fucking movie of trying to establish her relationship with her dad where they're sneaking around the house and scaring each other. And then she shows up once while he's like brushing his teeth and that's the scariest quote-unquote moment where she's like possessed like what the fuck are we even talking about reagan like smacked her mom and fucking yeah! like, <laughs> like yeah! <laughs> she fucking like a broken motherfucker's, motherfucker's neck and threw him out the window yeah there was reagan i this wasn't i didn't really think this was scary but reagan did or reagan angela did um have the scarf and she did attack her dad with the scarf but he he didn't really have an emotional response to that either yeah he was just like all right yeah he was like okay damn girl girl, you strong (laughs) yeah 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 brian let's talk about money do we have to (laughs) i'm just interested to know what 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 it cost what is it made as of to date i don't know i'm surprised it's still in theaters i really haven't uh, looked it up at all it was 30 million was the budget and uh i don't know what it made 
It's got to make its money. I back read already, something right? like 120 or 140 or something. Like that. There you go. I'm They'll make another one. Go. That's an that IMDb it? trivia. I don't know if that's accurate. Because it's still in theaters, so I figured it's it made must 130 be doing really worldwide. Well. Jesus. Okay. It's made 63 million in the U.S. It's like a Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> don't degrade this. Movie. What? Yeah, Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith wishes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's not a very good start. It's not really uh, adjusted for inflation. That's not that much better than Exorcist: The Beginning, and that one only cost eighty million. They didn't spend uh, four hundred million dollars to the rights at that point. Yeah. And does that four hundred does it get split over all three films, or is that just going to go into the production budget of the first one? What are we doing here? They would probably split it. That would make sense. Is that a tax write-off? <laughs> <laughs> buying a, is buying a franchise franchise a tax write off? I don't think so. Well, operating I don't know. expense chair. I think you could you not <laughs> write it off exercise. like you have. It could be like a writing expense, like under the <laughs> like research purposes, maybe not research corporate mishap. <laughs> corporate mishaps. Yeah, that that's a category. That's what is hilarious. that? What do they put that under? It's right under lattes. <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, it really doesn't matter what this movie makes. Uh, we're going to get another one, unfortunately. Nice. Yeah, that's the worst part of this. Yeah. I don't want to see this story continue. Do no, not fucking care. No. Nope. Don't care about any of these people. Don't care. Don't want. I super hated that fucking nurse. Who, who the fuck? Uh, was it? Oh. Uh, fucking Andow place. Oh, who just magically decided to have a like whole nun backstory thing. I thought it was hilarious, and I know this happens all the time, but, like, she has this whole, like, moment of, like, oh, my God, this is why my life matters, and this is why I'm important, and then she goes to do the exorcism and is, like, not good at it. Like, she's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Your first exorcism is never great. You know, you need practice, honestly. I I just thought her speech was a little bold. I Like, I support you, girl, but, like, let's not, like, publicly announce. (laughs) We needed the moment with her alone and... And, and, and like in the bathroom, she's like looking into the mirror and she's like reading the rite of exorcism and holding. And she she holds out the crucifix, but it's backwards. She's like, oh shit! And she turns it around. You know, <laughs> she, she she has this moment where she pumps herself up. That would have been more interesting than a you, lot of other you shit. Did, you, in didn't, this fucking you didn't movie. you didn't like her her like hemorrhage scene where um, Angela's like carved out your womb like a rotten pumpkin or whatever, and then like she just starts bleeding. I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was a good moment. Yeah, there's, sure. there's no winning with you guys, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's really uh, look, that's is that the <laughs> the cruelest that these demons are is about the abortion scene to the nurse? Is that like that's like the meanest other I guess like other than the stabbing of the eyes? Yeah, and that one priest they break his neck, but oh, that doesn't really count though. <sighs> Which I I hated that. You didn't like that? No, like once we start breaking necks, man, like through like ESP or some fucking shit like that. Why are we not doing that all the goddamn fucking time? All Look, nobody time. else touched him, bro. What he the broke fuck? the rule. What the fuck does that matter? Where does this rule come from? Who fucking made does, this rule? Why is this a fucking, fucking rule? Th- no, no, the Christian witch did it. She said she told everybody. She's like, what don't touch him. The fuck? They're fucking bath movies, man. I what the fuck? No, Where did this no, rule but they from? they weren't nailed to a chair sitting on that fucking symbol though. I'm telling you. What? Like they they oh, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so fucking dumb. So stupid. Look, I can only take up take up for it for so long and we we we've done our hour. I'm proud of us. Like, you know. Sure. It's close uh, enough. Uh, uh, just, uh, let's just wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Who's going first? Jared, I'm 
I'm proud of Jared for um, having spent so much time being the person in this conversation that gives all of us a vent for what this fucking movie wanted us to fucking... God, this is such a piece of shit. I watched this movie two days ago, and I I don't remember half of it. Like, I legitimately had a, a minute today where I was like, I have to talk about this movie, and I don't remember any of it, and I just watched it. What the fuck? It's it's not good on any level. Um, okay, I'll take that back. Some of the individual cinematography shots are pretty. They do not work in the scenes. They do not. They're not pretty for the sake of the story or for the narrative. So that part bothers me. So, well done. You made a pretty shot. Um, also, you made the wrong kind of shot because that's not what works for this stuff. Uh, there's so much fucking time in this movie spent trying to establish shit that goes nowhere. Have we not heard of foreshadowing? I don't understand. Is that a direction? Is that a is that a story structure? Is that just not in the script? Did, like, did we cut? Did we leave shit on the cutting room floor because the 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 fucking trailer had more interesting explanatory stuff than the f- whole entire movie? If you were standing outside the theater when I by myself was watching this movie, you thought of you would have thought it was a comedy. The amount of times that I laughed out loud uncontrollably at what was put on screen in this movie, um, David Gordon Green does not deserve to make another horror movie. I don't know if he deserves to make another movie. He probably is only working because he's a privileged white asshole. Everyone else that worked on this movie, I'm glad you got paid. I hope you find other things that you feel satisfied in. This movie is complete garbage. I'm going to give it a 1.5 for the fact that, wow, someone paid a fuck ton of money to put some shit on screen and it made it all the way there. Well done. That in and of itself is a miracle. This movie is garbage. 1.5. Funniest moment, Mike. Fuck. I don't even remember, dude. Like, literally, I saw it on Monday. I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember. Who's going next? I'll go next. I think this movie... um... I mean, okay, okay, okay. I think it's fitting in the Exorcist, you know, franchise because most of them are not very good. And so this kind of fits in. And uh, as far as the whole exorcism bit, we did we did get to see a girl, like, go, like I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the end where they, I think this is what they were trying to do in every other movie, which is exorcise the demon without jesus and they which and they did it with the power of love and this is the only movie that they actually did that and the power of love and the power of humanity and they did that in this movie and so i'm actually super excited for them because i've been waiting for them to get this however many movies we've gone through now (laughs) so six i'm actually really happy about that um and i also really enjoyed some of the imagery specifically the little wood scene this some of the demon scenes some the makeup i thought was really great oh and the when they pulled that little girl girl to hell i thought that was really great um as far as the rest of it they um it's all very, you know, the ideas are there and they just didn't develop in it, in any of it. And it's crazy because it's two hours long. And so you would think that they could like pick a theme and sort of develop it. But there's just so many characters. Maybe there's so many characters and I'm assuming there's if there's not a lot of writers, there's a lot of people they had to make happy. There's too many yeah. hands involved in this. 
And that really makes this suffer. That being said, don't watch this in theaters. Watch it at home with like <laughs> some friends. It's not horrible. I'm going to give it a five. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going to go next. I'm going to let Jared close no, this no, out no, on no, a positive no, note. No. Oh, no? You don't want to go on the positive note? All right. Go no. ahead. I, th- I, th- I think we need sobering realism <laughs> for the end. I don't have too much to say. I, I agree with everything that Brian's about to say. Okay, I just want to go ahead and say that. Okay, it's boring. It d- fuck you, Brian. Like no. <laughs> okay. No, it. <laughs> so You're more hostile than the Exorcist believer. <laughs> hey, believe you me. Um, but no, <laughs> that's the shit I'm here for. What when I left the film the first time, I was pretty upset. It it it, it just it was boring. It, it had no balls, you know. The second time, I enjoyed a little bit of it. It's good, whatever. Let's just hope that the next one's better, and then it just and then like it just gets better and better and better. That's that's all I can say. We've talked it to fucking death. I'm gonna come in with Kristen here. It's a five. A fucking. Uh, let's five. hope the next one is better. Is what the that's the problem. Woman I think. in the <laughs> abusive relationship keeps saying, <laughs> and that's why she stays in it, and it's never better. Hey man, get out while you I'm can. I'm still gonna go see it, Mike. I'm gonna go. David watch Gordon it Green is an abusive relationship, and we should all let him go. If David Everyone. Gordon Green, it, yeah, he's does a the good next man. One, okay, he, re- he, no, he really I'm... he really loves the franchise. Okay, I will skip the fuck out of the next one. How about that? No, David Gordon Green is clearly making this for fucking money. And I look, I, I've actually listened to a couple other podcasts and read some reviews, and people are like, man, people are just ready to hate on David Gordon Green because he did those Halloween movies that fans didn't like. You know what? No, I'm ready to like this movie. I was ready. I was pumped. It's just boring. It's not, like, offensively bad. It's just the most vanilla regurgitated bullshit told really really boring just so boring just so paint by fucking numbers and just doing different shit that doesn't make any fucking sense you're just again it's like halloween ends we're doing different because it's different we're not doing different because it fits in with our themes our story what we're trying to tell i don't even know what this movie was trying to say i don't understand <laughs> like was was him picking the daughter, uh, picking the wife, was that a bad thing? Is there, like, an abortion message there? I don't fucking know. The movie doesn't tell me. And I'm just like, why is this in here? And at the end, like, it's a choice, but then it's a devil choice. And, like, what? okay, I understand that that's supposed to mirror the choice in the beginning, but what are we saying about the choice in the beginning? Really, he j- he's... He's just stuck with his daughter, but he didn't choose her, and that that's family, bro. Like, what are we trying to tell people with this fucking movie i have no idea no fucking idea the filmmakers don't know they're just making a sequel to the exorcist that's all they're doing and this is of all the exorcist films the most boring the most bland vanilla lack of creative fucking ideas just no balls like i don't understand how you could make a sequel to the exorcist and not have the punch that is just mind-blowing. It's like willful ignorance. Like, you're going out of your way to push, like, some woke fucking agenda in my face, almost. Like, you're like, well, look, no, this is a healthy set environment. Fuck you, you're making a horror film where crucifixes get fucking shoved into 12-year-old twats, motherfucker. That's the <laughs> franchise you're fucking making a sequel to. 
Like, fuck. Like, I'm not saying you have to do that same thing, but add something. Something to make it worth fucking watching. Something to make it scary. Something to make it interesting. The only time in the whole fucking theater that I heard anybody react was when a girl moved a rock and there was a snake under it. Same here. <laughs> Same here. It is garbage. Hot, yep. hot, hot. Hot garbage. This is the worst movie I think I've ever reviewed on this podcast. Like, normally, when we do stuff like this, I'm just like, oh, you know what? We'll just skip this. Like, when we, when we do, like, Poltergeist, it's like, ah, let's just skip the remake. I don't want to talk about that. There's no point in, like, just, you know, shitting all over people's hard work. But come on. When you make something this shitty, no, you need to be told you did a bad job. You did a bad job. The Exorcist Believer earns points for trying to take the franchise back to its terrifying roots. I'm sorry. What did Brian rate it? A zero. It's a zero. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. That's what he's it done. No, no. He said, he said this was the worst movie that has ever been rated. He gave not a number. A zero is the number I was looking for. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. It's flatlined. <laughs> but a lack, of I- a lack of new ideas and scares. Make this a uh, inauspicious start to a planned new trilogy. Goddamn, two more. Fuck us. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that's also with the audience saying, if you can resist the urge to compare it to the classic film that started what? the franchise, why would you? What? <laughs> Exorcist Believer is a halfway decent possession thriller. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes certifies oh Exorcist Believer. With a 22% tomato meter Ooh. and a 59% audience score. Audiences are like, if you don't think about any other movie you've ever seen, ever. Yeah, watch, watch Talk to Her. Uh, no, Talk to Me and talk to um, me. Uh, The Pope's yeah. Exorcist. Those are the better possession films Correct. this year. Correct. Definitely watch. I haven't seen Talk to Me yet. It's it, it's in the it's in the quee. But uh, Pope's Exorcist is really fun. Russell Crowe fucking kills this movie. Yeah, both of those are better. Mm. This is shitty. You make anything else? <laughs> Not for this bullshit. Oh, so with that, we're sorry for subjecting you to it. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, not Twitter, X, and Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can the audience <laughs> follow you? You can find me on Instagram at checkthegate. Greg's, where can they follow you? I'm on Instagram at Greg Z Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. Kristen, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. You guys can follow me on X at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to close out the show today with... <laughs> Did you even listen to this I soundtrack? I didn't listen to the soundtrack. Fucking <laughs> 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 perfect. <laughs> Just pick a random one, dude. The shortest one. <laughs> oh, we're going to play track 19, Tubular Bells, I Choose You. <laughs> this is from composer David Wingo. I choose you, Brian. <laughs> Thank you.